Well, happy Winning Wednesday. This is your girl, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals. Yes, where there's life, love, joy, peace, and what? Harmony. Yes, happy Winning Wednesday. You win. Bottom line, tell yourself, I win. I'm coming out on top. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the people say. I don't care what my family say. I don't care what my friends say. I don't care what my frenemies say. Because you do know you do have some undercover agents. Yes, I don't even care what they're saying. I believe the report of the Lord. Yes. So today, I just want to talk a little bit about forgiving them anyway. Love on them anyway. Do it anyway. Move anyway. You can't sit down. You've been through too much. You've come through too much. You are more than a conqueror. Yes, you are. When it seems like everything is going left, go right. Yes. And when it looks like things are going down, get up. Yes. Don't stay down. And if you fall down and you can't get up right away, like I always tell the the people that I mentor and coach, make a dance out of it. Don't just lay there. Turn you some music on, baby, and make a dance out of that thing. Don't lay there and get into the woe is me, woe is thou, and all that good stuff, (laughs) all that bad stuff. (laughs) Get up and make it happen, okay? People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. That's not your business nor your problem. Forgive them anyway. I'm going to repeat that again. People often are, they're very unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Okay? That's not your business nor your problem. They seem like a personal problem. Sometimes people wake up and they wake up mad. They go to bed mad. They slap the dog, kick the cat, overfeed the fish. Why? They just mad. They don't have life. They don't want you to have life. They're miserable. They want to see you miserable. They talk all the time. They lie. They deceitful. That's not your problem, nor what? Your business. Stay focused. Come on. Stay with me. Yes. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind to people... Uh huh. People may accuse you of being selfish, yes, and have ulterior motives. Just because you're being kind, they always thinking something is wrong. What's up with her? Just because you have a kind spirit, just because you're having a good day, just because you're smiling when you should be crying and balled up in a knot in a fetal position somewhere. I know a lot of people say, you know, I've written four books, and all four of the books, uh, well, actually three of them. Three of the books is talking about my life and things that I went through, okay? And the reason why uh, I wrote those books, just to get those books out of the way, because there's more coming, and they're not sad at all. They're nothing but uplifting and telling you the reason why the first uh, three books were... um, they were my testimony. It was the things that I had went through and uh, the struggles that I had and um, uh, uh, the, the, the abuse, the misleading, the betrayal and all that stuff. I had to get that all out of the way just so you would know why I am where I am now. Because see, a lot of times people, they, you know, I mentioned on yesterday that a lot of times people will show you all the stars, all the accolades, all the trophies, all the plaques, all the medals. But what did you go through? It's just like a person that I ran relay. And when you're running relay, you have to practice. You have to stretch. You have to do exercising. Excuse me. You have to do different things. See, those are behind the scene things. Those are the things that you don't see. That's preparing them 
for the track, okay? Uh, before we get out there and run relay, we, we have to get out there and practice on, you know, your team is practicing against each other, okay? You're not practicing against the person that you're, you're running against. You're practicing with your team. So what you do, you get out there, you stretch, you, you hold each other's hand, you do your little stretches, you do your jumping jacks, you do your sit-ups, you do all these different little things. But the people that's out there cheering you on while you're running the race, they don't see all the behind the scenes. They don't see that it's times where you got up the next morning and you were so sore, you couldn't even hardly move. You had to take you an Epsom salt bath. You had to soak your feet. You had to maybe sometimes rub you some little uh, peppermint oil on you to get the soreness away. They didn't see all all of that. They just saw that you got up and you ran the race and you won. That's all they saw. So they out there and they hooraying, go, go, go Rhonda, go Rhonda, go Rhonda. But they didn't know that Rhonda had to go through some hiccups. It was time where when the coach had to fuss at Rhonda for kind of having a little attitude because she was mad because her team was kind of slow and they didn't, wasn't paying attention and all those things, all those things that people don't see the behind the scenes. So when you began to explain to them the things that you went through, um, they look at you kind of sideways, but that's not your problem. That's their problem. But as long as you know that you have been a person, that you've been real and honest, that there will be um, no backlashes to where people come out and say, well, you, um, I see that you are this great evangelist now, that you are this great coach, that you're this great pastor, but you, you, you this great this and that and the other. It's just like sometimes you find out that you got some leaders that um, they are awesome leaders, man. They'll they'll preach your wig and preach your socks off. Oh my God, they preach the Holy Ghost just be. Oh my God, everybody be slain. But then the backside of that, it come out later on the news. That person face come up on the news that they were messing with the the young girls in the church, the girls under age, and they was having babies, and and they didn't know before that happened that that man or or that woman was already molesting children before they started actually being that leader but that because they never brought that out and that person never was healed by all of those things that he or she did they brought that thing with them and it was hidden and so people had to find out the hard way about their leader like man i didn't know i he he or she couldn't have never told me that that person was molesting children or that person were uh were having babies even though they were married they were having babies on top of babies and he was still preaching because the wife was you know made to be quiet or they was raised to not talk and say certain things about their spouses you know because it was one time i was um I was ministering at this church and it was a different nationality and I began to tell my testimony of things that I had went through and this that, and the other and so after service this lady came up to me and um, she was from uh, Nigeria and she said you know um, I have a testimony just like that she said but in our country if we spoke the way you speak they would um, they would mishandle us we would you would never hear us speak again and we would be punished and so that's the thing um about having free speech and uh letting your voice be heard it's that's why it's so important that uh that we you know that's why you got so many people that's in the 
in the in the psychiatric ward. You got so many people that are on medication. You got so many people that are bound because why? They kept all that stuff in. They didn't they didn't know how to release. They didn't know whether people could if they could trust anybody or if people would judge them if they if they told them their real truth or you know. But I <clears throat> I've come to the conclusion that my truth will help somebody else to live. And if it means me dying for someone else to live, Jesus did it for me. So who am I not for you to, why would I hide the things that I've been through? I don't care what it is. Why would I hide things that I've been through and uh, not share it just to try to protect me, who I, what I look like and what I stand for? Yes, nobody tells everything. A fool will tell it all. But those things that you know that will be helpful to other people, you want to be a testimony for others to help others. You see what I'm saying? And I've told a lot of deep, deep secrets or deep things. And it's because the freedom is beautiful. Being free is beautiful. I love it. God has literally healed, delivered, and made me whole. Man didn't do it. Woman didn't do it. God did it. So that's the reason why I stand in my truth. I stand in my truth. I am going to be the best seller when it comes to books. Uh, my name is going to ring when I'm long gone because of my truth, because of me being a person that is genuine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Genuine and real people are hard to find. When you find people that are honest, that are loyal to you, stay with those people and make sure that on the flip side of that, that you are loyal, that you are genuine. Because a lot of times we want things from people that we're not. I would never want loyalty from a person when I know I'm not loyal. I would never want honesty from a person if I know I'm not honest. I would never tell a person you're being deceitful if I'm deceitful. That's contradictive. So the reason why Rhonda always tell her story and wrote about the things that happened in her past is to help other people. And also during the time of me writing it, I was getting my deliverance. My first book, my second book, uh, my, my fourth book, those books brought healing to Rhonda. My, my third book was coming out of the grave clothes. It wasn't so much as uh, me talking about the things I've been, I had encountered coming out of the grave clothes was during that time when things were starting, when God was stripping things away from me. Like he was literally taking, taking things away from Rhonda. Like he was stripping me of, of pride. He was stripping me of different things that I was dealing with. Like, you know, uh, having man, I used to have a, such a bad mean streak. It was something terrible. I couldn't even tolerate me. So, uh, God have, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm this perfect person because no one is perfect, but God stripped me of a whole lot of things. So that book, that third book coming out of the grave clothes, that's what that book is about. The first two books and the, the last book is actually talking about the things I've encountered and made it out of. Okay. Um, but we must be honest and true with ourselves and with others and stop worrying about people judging you about your past. We're so busy worrying about, well, they're not going to never let that go. They're going to always talk about that. Who cares? You rather, you, you rather be the person to tell your own story than to let somebody else read your story over the news. Or you know how sometimes when, when people get in trouble one time and then they bring up their whole history, oh, you know, they did this, you know, they used to do, they X this, they X that. So be the person that 
you tell your story and don't care about what people say or what they think or how they look at you because you got so many people that's walking around a living a lie. You got so many people that are being dishonest with their own children. They're not honest with their children. That's why their children are, are still wrestling with things and they don't even understand why are they wrestling with certain things and, and the, uh, the son or the daughter trying to find their identity. They don't know who they are and they are followers. They follow everybody. I taught my three children to be leaders. Not one of my children are followers. Not one of them. They don't monkey see, monkey do, mirror, neuros, anybody. You know, and so when you when you uh, be honest and open with your children, yes, you might have one that may come back and say, well, you did this and you did that. That's none of your business, nor your problem. You was being honest. It doesn't matter what they bring back to you as long as you're honest. So that way, later on down the line, if something come up, somebody might know you from long time ago and they come up and say to your children, you know, your mom used to be out there in the streets. Your mom used to gang bang. Your mom used to do this and do that. And they'd be like, what? Not my mom. So you don't want them to, you don't want to let your, make your children uh, feel sorry uh, or feel like you've been dishonest. Even if they take it and they do do the same thing and say, well, you did it. That's fine. You just, you still didn't hide that from them. So going back to doing it anyway, forgiving anyway, we're going to keep this thing going. If you are successful, you will win. <clears throat> you will win some faithful friends and some genuine enemies. I'm going to read that again. If you are successful, you will win some unfaithful friends or some genuine enemies. You got some people they don't like you. They can't stand the ground that you walk on, but they try to stay close knitted to you to find out all of your ideas, to find out everything about you, uh, to, to always, uh, cut you some kind of way. They, they, uh, they come around you and they're around you for all the wrong reasons. Those are genuine enemies. That means they do everything that you desire for them to do, but they're really your enemy. They, they do things to stay on your good side, but deep down inside, they really don't care anything about you. Uh, I respect people that, that will come up and say, you know, I just really don't like you or, you know, I don't, I don't know why I don't like you. I just don't. I have respect for that person, for the person to walk with me and say, Oh, I just love you. I love everything about you. And then get behind me and talk, like talk about me, like like I have a tail or either just go out and just spread all of my business. I have more respect for that person that would tell me. I don't, you know, I don't really like you like that. I don't know why I just don't. I have more respect for that person. Yes, but that's not your problem. You need to succeed anyway. All of that's not your problem. Mm -hmm. So if you are honest and, and sincere, people may deceive you. I'm going to say that again, because we think because we're so honest and you're so open and you try to be honest with people, you think everybody's going to give you the same thing. No, they're not. No, they're not. You got some people that only give you so much. You got some people, if you're not careful, they will say just enough to find out a lot about you. And for some of you women and men, I'm going to say this because you have to be careful when you it not unless you're a person like myself, you really don't care in that way. But uh, sometimes when you tell another woman that your husband may be a womanizer or he did this or did that to you, uh, sometimes you will get that same woman or those same women to uh, try to do certain things in a way to make you look a certain way while you're with your spouse. 
unless you don't care, you might want to be careful of certain things you tell your uh, the people that you think that's your friend. Uh, I've never been a type of woman to talk nothing about in my bedroom to friends, women, uh-uh, period. And you shouldn't either, because when you tell another woman about what your, what your significant other can do, uh, trust me, they're taking notes and they will be right behind you. That that's male and female. So when a man thinking that he's talking bad about a woman, another man is listening and he'll go back and he'll try that. That's a, those are to, to me, they're trifling, but that's what they do. You got some people, they call themselves, uh, cleanup women or cleanup men. That's what they, that's an old song. I came I think that was Betty Wright again, a cleanup woman. Uh huh. But they don't realize that, you know, first of all, clean up your own stuff. If you're not capable of holding anything down, then how can you try to clean up somebody else's stuff? So be careful of when you sharing certain bit of information like that about your personal life, about what this person did, uh, or what this person, I've, I've been uh, guilty of that part right there when I used to tell people things that my spouse did in the past and they would go behind me and they would try, try him and see if he'll do this or if he'll do that, you know? So you have to be careful of the information that you give, you know, like you, like I said, not unless you like myself, you know, if I share something with you, that means I don't care about that right there. But it's certain things I'm not going to share with you. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we're going to be honest and sincere anyway, no matter what. But be careful of the information that you give when it comes to your, uh, your personal life with your spouse or your fiance or somebody that you have a pot- your potential mate. You want to be very careful. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Okay, but you want to create anyway. It doesn't matter. Don't focus on that. I'm going to repeat that again. What you spend years on creating, because sometimes we can spend years on creating things and sometimes you can share it. I've been known to do that. You you get so excited about, you know, what God is doing and how God is blessing and the things that God is doing in your life. And so you just, you're so excited. So you just began to share not even realizing who you're sharing that, that information with. And that person or those people take your idea and they began to use it and pretend like it was their own. Uh, me personally, like uh, my coach and mentor, uh, E.T., Eric Thomas, you know, I, uh, I've listened and followed him and uh, uh, been on um, in different meetings to where I, I picked up on certain things. And if it was certain things that I got from him, I would say just like E.T. said, or just like um, whoever, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes or somebody, I'm going to say where it came from. But you got some people, they would use your stuff and they would put their name on it. That's called a thief, but they do that. And they uh, make it look good, try to make it look good, but they don't realize, and it's not your business nor your problem because what they try to do with something that you created is not going to have the same anointing on it because that's not nothing that they birthed. That's something you birthed. So don't worry about that. Create anyway. It doesn't matter. Okay. If you find serenity and happiness, uh, some may be jealous of that because they see 
that some people love to see you dysfunctional. Some people love to see you miserable and unhappy. Uh, when you start telling people good things about things that are happening in your life and then they come back and bring up something old and, and start talking about, yeah, I remember this, that, and the other. That's a spirit of jealousy. They don't see it. They don't see it. Then again, they may see it, but that's the spirit of jealousy that that person have. You know, maybe because they don't have it or maybe because they're dealing with some stuff and they just refuse to see anybody else happy. And you got some people, they can be with someone or they can have a good good job or they can have a good businesses or they can have great careers, but they still envy other people. You got people that are just like that. They are just, I'm going to use the word evil. That's to me, that's evil. You have an evil spirit when you uh, do things as such. Okay. Uh, I'm going to repeat that again. If you find serenity and happiness, uh, some may be jealous. Okay. So that's, again, you got to be careful when you share certain news with certain people. And I mentioned before, I used to be a person to where I was always, uh, sharing everything with everybody. You know, God has been stripping me from a lot of things recently. Like, don't do that. Don't say that. You can say this. Don't say that. You can give this, but don't give that. You can, that's how he's been dealing with Rhonda lately. You know, and I, I just love it when, isn't it beautiful when you know when people are telling you lies, but you would be like, oh yeah, okay. You know, and, and you just smile anyway, you just go along anyway, but you know, this person is lying in your face, lying in your ear. Yes, they are, uh, excuse me. They are being totally dishonest with you. They're not upfront with you, <laughs> but you know it, but you just smile anyway. Because I look at things like this and you should too. If a person is dishonest with you about the small things, when it comes to the big things, they're going to be, I mean, you can't trust them. So is that your problem? No, it's not. That have nothing to do with you, but it have everything to do with who, who they are. Be happy anyway. Okay. This is, we're, we're talking about doing it anyway. Okay. So that's why you keep hearing me say, uh, forgive them anyway, be kind anyway, succeed anyway, be honest and sincere anyway, create anyway, be happy anyway. Okay. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Is that your business? No, just do good anyway. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, give, <laughs> give the best that you have and that, and still sometimes that's never enough. You can do, you can give your best to people. You can give them your, your right arm and just work with your left. They still not satisfied. They will still find a way to, to, to mishandle you some kind of way. And, um, you have to have the gift to say, I'm done. Uh, I love you, but I'm done. Uh, everybody shouldn't have access to you. Everybody shouldn't have access to the things that you say and do. Okay. Uh, sometimes people will lose respect for you. They would, uh, literally talk over you and say and do certain things. They don't have respect for you. Okay. You must set boundaries for the people that's around you. That's even your family. That's even whoever you're with. You have to set healthy boundaries because if you don't set healthy boundaries, people will say and do anything. And then they turn around and they'll label it God. They'll say, well, praise God. No, God have anything to do with that. Let's not put God into that. Okay. So 
Last but not least, I want you to give your best, no matter what, okay? Give your best, no matter what. I know sometimes um, things may be hard. Uh, I know that it seems like uh, the saying, do it anyway, came from uh, Mother Teresa. I don't know if you all heard of that, but... Uh, it's a thing that I've read and it's uh, by Mother Teresa and I believe it's a cat. She's a Catholic or was a Catholic, but uh, I just love that saying, do it anyway, uh, because it helped me. And a lot of things that helped me, I love to share it with others because um, I'm not a stingy person. That's not my nature. Uh, it's not just because we wasn't raised that way. My parents wasn't that way. My parents were givers by nature. My mom and my dad, they were give, they would give you the shirt off their back and they'll throw on a, shirt, a sheet if they have to, to keep you covered. And a lot of times I've seen them go through things and be hurt. You know, I used to see my daddy work so hard and uh, sometimes the people that he worked for didn't pay him or they have paid him and you know they'll say we'll give you the next the, the money uh next week or whatever and sometimes i would see my daddy walk away crying but he would still go back and he would still work for those people uh because he was trying to take care of his his family uh i would see people like you know do wrong to my mother like really uh disrespect my mother and say things to my mother and she would tell me and I would address it, you know, uh, but my mother never turned her back uh, on her children or grandchildren. She've always, no matter how they handled her or the things that they said, I've never been a daughter to where I would say things to my mother or talk back to my mother or um, have an attitude with my mother. If my mother said something to me and if I knew it was wrong, I would just, yes, ma'am. And I would just walk away. I would, I had never, my children would never, ever tell you. I heard, I, you know, you know how some kids say, oh, I used to hear my mom talk bad to her mother. I used to hear, see my mom treat my, her mother bad. My children would never tell you that concerning their mother because no matter what, <coughs> excuse me, I've always respected my mom. I've always respected my dad. And so, uh, but the personality and the character that I've received, it came from my parents because no matter what you did to them, they still didn't mishandle you. You know, and that's some of our family. A lot of our family is like that. You could do things to them and they can know that you, you were snaking them and they still love you. And they still, you know, they may get mad and talk about you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, they still will love on you when even when they're in relationships, you know, and this is just a little background of my family. The ones that I know of that I've been around all my life. They're very faithful people, you know, um, genuine people. And sometimes if you hurt them, then, you know, they may turn and do something different because they now don't trust you, but they do it anyway. They love you anyway. They, you know, they'll say they're not going to forgive you and they go back and forgive you anyway, you know? And so, um, that's the, the lineage and the bloodline of my family. And, uh, that spirit that I have, uh, sometimes people take it for granted and it's not my problem. It's their problem because sooner or later, God will remove you from things like that. So 
just do it anyway. Love anyway. Love on purpose. Treat people good on purpose. It doesn't matter what they say about you. It doesn't matter. Um, I recall we had a we had a table talk uh, just a few weeks ago. Not even a few weeks ago. About two weeks ago. And I, you know, I was telling a lot of people that. My testimonies and the books that I write, I don't care about people judging me. I don't care because those books are going to help a lot of people that are lost, that are hurting. You know, it's not telling them it's okay to go through things, but what it's telling them is that God allowed me to go through that. He didn't have anything to do with some of the stuff that I was doing. Some stuff was good and some wasn't, but the things that he didn't have anything to do with, he still brought me out with my right state of mind and perfect health and strength. And he did that so I could be an example to someone else. To, to walk the walk. Because everybody that say they have faith, that they're strong, they built to win, and they're built to crack. Because a lot of them are crack under any little thing. A lot of them are break and cry and do little things over any little bitty thing. So they're really feeble and weak. They sound like uh, they're strong. They talk strong. But when things really hit, you see them in the corner somewhere crying and folded up and shutting down. Because they really can't handle it. So... God allowed me to be used in that area to show people the same God that did it for me is going to do it for them if they desire it. So the things that I wrote about, I tell people all the time, don't, you can never use what I wrote against me because what you say that's out of my book is absolutely true, but you can't, you can't, you can't say it like I can say it because it happened to me. And so that, that happened to me is to be a blessing to help someone else. Because all that, all that I went through and all that I've encountered was not all about me, was not. It was to help someone else. Because had I not went through that, I would not be able to help anyone else. So whatever you do, and it's to glorify God and not you, it's to glorify God, for God to get the glory of your life. Do it anyway. Forgive anyway. Pray anyway. <laughs> Stay focused anyway. Keep your head up anyway. Don't give up. Keep it moving. Stay strong. Be courageous. Like it said in Joshua 1 and 9. Be strong and courageous. For the Lord is with you wherever. 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 Wherever you go. But whatever you do, do it with a pure heart and clean hands. Because God said, only the pure in heart will see him. He didn't say those that go to church. He didn't say those that go out and win souls. Only thing he said is about those that win souls that they were wise. He said, he that had clean hands and a pure heart and have not lifted his soul to an idol. Those are the ones that's going to see God. So don't get it twisted by your works because God is not impressed by your works. He's impressed by what's in your heart because you could be doing works and you could be hateful. You could be doing works and you could be mean as a snake. You could be doing works and you're messy. You could be doing works and you're hateful. You could be doing works and you're gossipy. Only the pure in heart shall see God. 
So ask God to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. God, help me to be the man or the woman of God that you created me to be. Remove anything that don't look like you, sound like you, or even move like you. God, make me that person that you created me to be while in the womb of my mother. God, shake off every dead thing that's not a part of where I am going. Those are the things that you need to consider saying to God. Cut away pride, foolish talk, grow up. Love anyway. Again, this is your girl, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals. Where there's life, love, joy, peace, and what? Harmony. Until next time, peace, love, and joy to you.